We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome back to Premier League Betting. I am your host, Adam Zadroik, joined by uh, no one. Uh, Chris is taking a break this week. He is he's embarrassed after uh, picking Watford in our uh, debut podcast, but uh, I'll excuse that. I, I guess I can. I have to apologize. Uh, both of our picks were wrong. Both of our best bets were wrong last week, unfortunately. So it was it was a tough start, but overall. It was a positive week, so hopefully you're still checking out our articles on rotowire.com. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Arsenal and Watford couldn't pull through for us, but uh, there's some other good things to happen. So, uh, you know, we'll take our lumps as we move along, but hopefully we can get back on track this week. Uh, so, yeah, just to recap game week two. So we had 25 goals uh, that came after 34 in the opening week. And it was kind of it was kind of the opposite of of the first game week, under two and a half hit in seven of ten matches. So overall, you know, you had Man City take went in at five zero. Um, you had the the West Ham game uh, against Leicester going for a few more goals four one, but otherwise, you know, a bunch of clean sheets, a lot of two zeros, that kind of thing. So a little less, fewer goals than opening week, but you know, up and down. I think. As we move along here, I think it'll start to even out. Usually the average is, you know, around 25 to 30 every week. Um, there'll be some weird weeks, but um, it's just how it goes. And I guess the main stat here uh, that I saw point out to me, um, through two weeks, so every match has had a goal in the first half, except for Tottenham, Manchester City. Um, something to look at. The odds aren't great when you bet on a uh, goal in the first half, but uh for some things, it's it's something uh, worth looking at. Um, I guess that stat also doesn't include the Brentford Crystal, Pal- Crystal Palace game, which was scoreless. But two of the first twenty matches didn't have a goal in the first half, so uh, pretty relevant. Um, but yeah, so starting up with game week three here, just looking at the numbers, it's it's a bit different than uh, was last week. You know, last week you had Manchester City, Liverpool, big. A big favorite. So this week, I mean, the biggest favorite, you're probably looking at Manchester City. Uh, they're minus 400 home against Arsenal. And, you know, Arsenal, they're going to Arsenal. So 
Um, but yeah, that's they're the biggest favorite. So a lot of these games, it looks like they're a lot of close. They're expected to be closer at least. Um, you know, home teams still have an advantage with fans, and now we're still we're getting into you know the second game um, with home fans. So maybe that advantage that they had in the opener, maybe it's not going to be as much as uh, those first two weeks there. So that'll be something to keep in mind. Otherwise, you got a lot of close games here. Um, the over-under is also oddly, you know, sitting around pretty even overall in these games. Um, for, you know, two and a half goals, you're looking at minus 105, minus 122, minus 128. Like nothing too major. I mean, the Manchester City game, minus 178 for over two and a half goals. Uh, that's probably the highest you're going to get on this slate. And even then... I'm not a big fan of taking the over there. Uh, I think both their games last year went 1-0. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, uh, put all of my money in the uh, Manchester City basket there just because, you know, they're rolling and all this stuff. They got this Ronaldo news coming out. Uh, nothing happened with that yet. But, um, you know, any Manchester City game, the, there's just going to be tons of money coming on the over just because who they are. But there are times throughout the year, you, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to score a bunch. Uh, we saw that against Tottenham, against better teams. You know they're gonna they're gonna be caught off guard a couple times here. Um, I'm still worried about Arsenal's COVID issues, so that's I'm not looking at Arsenal Arsenal again. Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, that's just the main takeaway for for game week here three here. But so best bets um, again, in case uh, this best bet is no good again. I feel a little more comfortable with this one than I did with Arsenal last week. Uh, but, uh, again, check out the all the articles up at rotowire.com. I got a weekly betting article there. And my uh, my game-by-game previews have been surprisingly pretty good, um, eerily pretty good. I hit the uh, West Ham-Leicester game pretty much spot on uh, this past Monday. So this week I got – I'm looking at Newcastle and Southampton. So we can get, if we're looking at the odds here, we can get Newcastle, Southampton over two and a half goals. It's minus 122. So a pretty good number. I'm pretty confident in that one. Both these back lines kind of shaky. Um, they kind of mix some, some things up here. Newcastle, they're mixing their back line up. Southampton, they're still figuring their back line out after losing Vester Guard. Um I mean, they look great midweek. I think they won 8-0 in the League Cup. But, I mean, what is – that's not really a comparison for uh, Premier League. Um, they're still figuring some things out. They're, they're starting Jack Stevens and Mohamed Salisu. Uh, Jan Bednarek finally got a start here in midweek, so he might move back into the starting 11. Um, you know, they've had some issues going back to last season. That's kind of what I was looking at. So, road game, even without fans last year, They've lost 11 of their last 12 away matches, which is it's kind of nuts. 11 of 12, and they weren't relegated. So that's a pretty surprising number. They've allowed multiple goals in all but two of those. So we got the over there. We, we're looking at Newcastle maybe for the win. The only match in which they actually got points was against Sheffield United, and they were relegated. So uh, if you want to look at a side in that, if you want to take those numbers, uh, Newcastle's plus 155 to win. Uh, you can get them. Kind of varies at some sites. Uh, let's see, BetGM, MGM has uh, plus 160. So, you know, it's around there um, if you want to take Newcastle straight up. I, I considered that, and then 
I looked at some new some of Newcastle's results. You know, they've they've been shaky in their opening matches. They had what they lost four two against West Ham. They had two leads in that game, and then it kind of fell apart. They had a handball in the box, and then and then let it get away from them. And then last week, you know, again they had some calls maybe go against their way against Aston Villa. Ended up losing that two zero. Um, some I guess also midweek, uh, Alan St. Maximin also maybe picked up some kind of an issue, uh, something to keep an eye on uh, before I'd say betting Newcastle to win. Uh, so keep an eye on that. But looking back again, going back Newcastle's last twelve home matches in league play, they only had they've only had one clean sheet in that period, and unsurprisingly, that was against Sheffield United. Uh, Again, they're just tinkering their back line. Isaac Hayden, uh, pretty much their you know their guy, defensive midfielder, um, usually stops opposing attacks, that kind of thing. He's hurt. He's probably not going to play. Um, he missed out last week, so that's something that's going to be John Joe Shelby. He's out, so they're going to be looking at you know Willock got his first start last week. Um, looking at Sean Longstaff maybe going to start. So a couple changes in their lineups. Um, otherwise, I don't know, uh, <laughs> like these defenses, they just haven't been good again, going back to last year, um, in this same situation, uh, last season, three, two, there's four goal score between these teams in the first half. Um, that's something I, I talked about in my article a little bit. If you want to look at both teams to score in the first half there, I mean, that's, you're getting plus 270, plus 255, depending on the site. Um, pretty good number. I mean, again, there's four goals between these teams in the first half when they last played. And it's not like these defenses have shown anything in the first couple of games here. And they really haven't shown anything for the last year, um, really. I guess I'll say half year. Half year. Southampton kind of opened last season a little better. Uh, Newcastle's been, been, you know, iffy for – uh, a long time here under under Steve Bruce, um, but Kel, I think uh, you know the addition of Callum Wilson kind of kind of kept things going, or at, at least picked up their offense. Um, they kind of lacked that striker up there, but he at least helped them stay above relegation last season. Um, so speaking of Callum Wilson, you can get first goal for him to score the first goal at plus three fifty. Not too bad. Like if you want, um, if you're I mean, if you're taking the route of over two and a half goals, Cal Wilson's most likely to score in this match. Uh, first goal, 350, not bad. Anytime, that's plus 130. And then going the other side, I like Adam Armstrong to score for Southampton. He's uh, plus 200 to score anytime. And again, I'm just throwing all these bets out here, all these numbers uh, to win in either half. Uh, Newcastle's minus 130. So if you're looking at something like this, Newcastle can win the first half, 1-0, whatever, you'll win your bet. That's minus 130. Or maybe for some reason, you know, it's 1-1, scoreless in the first half, and then they find a winner in the second half, and you're still walking away with with a win there at uh, minus 130. Obviously, it's not good as the plus 155 to win, but you get two chances for it to happen. So, you know, Newcastle could win the first half, 1-0, and then – they fall apart in the second half and then maybe they lose, but you still win your bet. So on the other end of that, Newcastle went to win both halves as plus eight fifty, which seems like it seems like a lot considering Southampton haven't really been able to defend anyone in their first two matches. 
But otherwise, that's I talked a lot about uh, Newcastle and Southampton, a couple teams not you know not a lot of people care about, but that's kind of where you where you make your money in the Premier League. Um, as you know, as you look at the schedule for the coming weekend, a lot of people are talking Manchester City, Arsenal, but then Sunday you you got the Manchester United and Tottenham are playing, and obviously the big game I haven't mentioned really just because. It's going to be an even matchup. Uh, Liverpool are home against Chelsea. I don't see, you know, a ma- major advantage to either side. Liverpool's getting a little healthy in their midfield. You know, he can get them plus 150 to win. I don't see any edge in there. Like, Romelu Lukaku is just changing everything for Chelsea. I think he's just a completely different striker, striker than what they've had. And I want to see, you know, what that's going to bring to their team going forward. And I, if, if anything, I'd look at Chelsea to win plus 90. But then you throw in, okay, you're at Anfield. You got the fans behind you. So maybe maybe you don't want to take Chelsea to win. Um, you know, you got these back and forth here where you can go either side. And I, and really anything could happen in this match. It could finish 1-0, could finish scoreless. Like these teams want to play close. They want to, they want to get this clean sheet. They know what the other team presents. And then there's a possibility someone scores early, then it's just up and down, up and down, 3-3, three, 3-2, three, three, two, two, two type of match. So that's the kind of thing with these big matches. The teams are good, and you just don't know how they're going to play against each other. As for, you know, you, you bring in Southampton, Newcastle, they're not as good. You know that their defenses aren't as good. They're going to allow goals pretty much to anyone. So that's something I – and looked at this week, and I, I usually like looking at for um, for betting purposes. But, again, uh, that's the show for today. Thanks for listening. We have – make sure to keep up, subscribe. We have the Roto, Rotowire Soccer YouTube channel. We just started that up, so subscribe. We got everything there. We got DFS previews. We got the DraftKings previews going up every week, uh, led by Andrew Laird. He's also has his – it's so rare podcasts, so make sure to check in on those. But otherwise, we're coming to you. I guess we have a we have an international break coming up, so uh, we might we might jump in and, and talk uh, some futures. We'll see what happens next week. But otherwise, we uh, we'll have a break and then we'll be back with the game week four after that. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been uh, Premier League Betting with Adams Drake.